one who is a believer can participate in Pentecost. In fact, that is the title of my message, Participation in Pentecost. Acts chapter 2. This is Pentecost Sunday. This is the one holiday. This is the one holy day. This is the one day that the church should celebrate. We do Easter cantatas. We do Christmas trees. Why not do a Pentecost? How many of you have ever seen a church do something awesome in recognition of Pentecost? I have. There was a church in Minnesota wrote and produced their own musical called The Wind is Blowing Again. And it was awesome. I wish I had it. If there was ever a number I would have a choir do, it was that. You see, Pentecost is to the church what your birthday is to you. Every time your birthday rolls around, you are reminded that God brought you into this world. And aren't you glad to be here? How many are glad to be here? How many rather be dead? Raise your hands. Not a one. You're glad to be here. Your birthday reminds you of something good. It should. So should Pentecost. Pentecost is all about... I'm sorry. Acts chapter 2. I may forget to preach this morning. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had arrived... I am uh, reading from the, the Holman Standard Translation. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying. And tongues, like flames of fire that were divided, appeared to them and rested on each one of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different languages, and they were definitely languages. And when you speak in tongues, you are speaking a language. You may not understand what that language is, and you may not in your entire life have somebody tell you what that language is. It does not matter. On this day, though, it did matter, because it was for the purpose of communicating the gospel with signs and wonders. Thereafter, when the Holy Spirit was poured out, there is no mention that the tongues were interpreted into languages. But on this day, it had a specific purpose as the Spirit gave them ability for speech. Now, Pentecost is all about the manifestation of the salvation of God whereby He saves lost sinners from an eternal hell and provides for them eternal life. Every one of us in this room today and anyone who is a believer can participate in Pentecost. We can participate in Pentecost and witness to the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ has saved us, filled us, healed us, delivered us from sin, Satan, sickness, and hell. Every one of you that's born again, say amen. Acts 1.8, Jesus said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall go to church. That's not what it says, is it? You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and you shall be church members. No. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and you shall associate only with believers or Christians. No. No. Why fish? Never mind. 
You will be my witnesses. That's what it says. You will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, church, hang on to that. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We cannot sit here on our blessed assurance and not take this gospel to Africa, Asia, and Europe and South America. If we do, if you do, if you're not involved in missions giving, my friend, you are disobedient to the Word of God. Now you pray about it. I've already made you mad. Just pray about it. God will help you with it. It's the Word of God. The reason this church is here today is because the Assemblies of God was founded on the premise that we've been called of God to take this gospel, this full gospel, into all the world. And today the Assemblies of God, one of the largest spirit-filled fellowships in the world, number Numbers 50-something million worldwide. But right here in the United States, there's only like, what, Alan, five, six million of us maybe? We have done the Word of God. And I say to you this morning, I believe that is a reason that God has kept us this long. Because I believe that God retires denominations or fellowships when they cease to be effective in evangelism. I believe He retires churches when they cease to be effective in evangelism. I believe He retires pastors when when they cease to be effective in evangelism. Listen, if we are not winning the lost, we are sinning. You say, right now I can see this is not going to be pretty. 